Welcome back, everybody, to Mining Stock Daily. We're going to continue today and probably wrap the day with one last corporate update. Uh, there's a story out of uh, the Lapland Greenstone Belt in Finland that we continue to uh, – we've reported the news out of their drill results uh, for the last couple of years. And we've spoken with their uh, chairman, Dave Lotan, a number of times. But we've never had Orion Resources CEO Matty Malika onto the podcast, but we're going to do that today. Matty, thanks so much for doing this. How are you? Hello, Trevor. Uh, good, good to be talking to you and, and all well. All is well, and I hope you are you are good as well. Yeah, I'm doing just fine. Uh, you know, just kind of warming up and getting ready for uh, the uh, rundown of investment conferences up in Toronto here. Starting uh, actually, things kick off tomorrow, I believe. So it's going to be an eventful week. But I want to really welcome you onto the podcast because, listen, like as I mentioned, Dave's been on the podcast before, and we've spent some time talking about. Orion and the exploration results and a little bit of the history of the company. Uh, but we've never had you on to the podcast. And before we kind of get into the the latest exploration results with your with a couple of your projects within the portfolio, I want to spend a little bit of time giving somewhat of a from your from your thoughts and your analysis, a high level view of recent exploration and that central Lapland greenstone belt of Northern Finland, because it's been quite a bustle of activity there for a, num- for a number of years. Uh, not only is Orion there, you've also brought in a partner with B2 Gold. Uh, you have neighbors and Rupert Resources that have had positive exploration and resource development as well. In your mind, what is it about this area of the world and gold exploration that is finally getting some of the attention it deserves, but hadn't seen for quite some time. So, in in order to to understand what's going on now, I, if you don't mind, I'll I'll talk a little bit about the about the history and and bore everyone right away to start with. But but Finland was close to ex, foreign exploration and mining companies until 1995. And until then, everything was controlled by the state, and the focus was very much in the base metals. However, lots of valuable geological information was collected all the time. And it was not until uh, the big discovery made by Agnico Eco, which became Kittila Mine, the largest gold mine in Europe, that first turned some of the eyes eyes, uh, into northern Finland, and that was only 10, 15 years ago. And since then, we've seen the first wave of systematic exploration for gold um, along this central Lapland greenstone belt. And, you know, we at the moment, we find ourselves in a fairly unique uh, position. We do have fantastic geology. We have the background information collected by these Finnish state-driven entities. But that hasn't been applied for gold exploration in a proper way, in a systematic way before. So now we, that's the reason that we are seeing a lot of new discoveries. Um, you mentioned uh, Rupert Resources, B2 Gold and Orion. I think uh, during the past five, six years, these three companies have, have uh, made, let's say, 20 new discoveries. And, and these sort of rates... They are consistent to the, let's say, early parts of a developing uh, gold camp. And we've, we have used Timings area and Kirkland Lake area as a reference for the sort of gold uh, rush and the early stages. 
and, and the early successes of uh, discoveries during the development phase, uh, you know, I think we are in the same place or same state in Kirkland and Tinglake areas were 110 years ago, when the first major discoveries were made. And these areas are still going strong after a century of exploration and, and production. So this is the really, really fantastic opportunity what we have in Finland. And, and as you mentioned, uh, there's, there's been lots of interest during the past, past years in this area. Uh, it, it's really difficult not to take notice of what's happening. Whoever's putting out exploration news here, uh, geologically, what, you know, if you could give us um, a little bit of an understanding of what brought these gold bearing systems into central Lapland, you know, what was what does the discovery look like? Are you seeing nice outcrops on surface? Is it stuff undercover? I mean, what does the geology look like? In this jurisdiction, jurisdiction is it variable or are things fairly consistent? So we, we are in a greenstone belt um, area. Uh, similar type of greenstone belts we see here in Canada, BTT, around Timmings areas. Same type of greenstone belts also in Western uh, Australia or in Kana. Many of these areas have tens or even hundreds of years of coal exploration and production uh, experience and, and background. So, so the geological terrain is very similar, and we know that it's, it's highly prospective for gold. It's a typical orogenic gold system, uh, going, without going into too much details, you know, it's all, all about structures um, that, that control where the fluids, hydrothermal fluids can, can travel through. Then you have the alteration uh, systems, and, and then you need to carry the gold within these hydrothermal system and able to precipitate those in, in nice certain pockets in order to put together economic mineralizations. But I, say I, I would consider these you know, rather typical orogenic uh, gold systems, and there are hundreds of those uh, within the world. Okay, okay. Uh, very good. So let's kind of talk about the exploration strategies here. Uh, you got a couple different projects within your portfolio. Uh, you know, maybe let's 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 maybe focus quickly on uh, Reesty because it seems like that has always been somewhat of your flagship project. You also have a joint venture with B two Gold, but let's table the B two Gold stuff for a second for a second and talk about Reesty because I believe that's where your latest drill results were out of here, not just a few days ago. Is that correct? Yeah, that is correct. So, talk to me about what you're seeing out of Reesty. What what has been the strategy? Uh, for 2022 for Reesty, what do you what does success look like, and, and what are you aiming to get done in this new year in 2023? Well, our plan for 2023 is to continue our systematic ex- approach to both expand the selected non-mineralized occurrences and also continue to explore for new discoveries. Um, this approach um, applies actually to both our fully owned properties, as well as to the B2 called joint venture. And during 2021 and 2022, this approach has led to new discoveries. So we are planning to build on the expanding data and the expanding knowledge base we have. And, you know, in a new area, every new discovery provides us new ideas, new hints uh, where we can go next. You hit some critical minerals. Was that a surprise? 
Uh, no, no, it was not a surprise. Within this uh, greenstone belt and within this big structure along, we, we have uh, properties covering 80 kilometers, 80 kilometers of that. Half of that within the B2 Gold Joint Venture and half of within our fully owned properties. Uh, it's a rather common feature that we do have, for example, cobalt and copper and nickel at, at variable grades. Uh, partly overlapping with, with gold mineralized systems. Does that change the process and strategy at all? I mean, or do you specifically strictly say remain a gold explorer and anything maybe that could possibly be economic from that just as a little bit of icing on the cake? Well, we, we are focusing on gold exploration, but, but of course we need to keep our eyes open for any anything else we, we will uh, discover within our properties and and you know using example as Kambalda and Kalkuli, you know, great nickel and great gold belts, they are right next to each other. And they, they are there for a structural geological reason. And now back to northern Finland, we have some really fantastic, fairly recent nickel copper PG discoveries just twelve kilometers from our Risti property. And this is a world-class discovery by Anglo-American. And there's also a big nickel copper PG mine uh, operated by Booliden, also uh, pretty close to our properties. So it is quite common uh, to have, or, or to common to have base metal and, and gold systems close by each other as they have been controlled by the same, or the initial emplacement of these mineralization have been controlled by the same crustal scale system. So of course, we need to keep our eyes open of, of these opportunities as well. It's, when do you get to a time to where you potentially put out a technical report for RISI as far as a resource estimate? Are, are you even close to even considering that, or are you just focused strictly on exploration and, and going after some of these prospective targets? At the moment, we, we are still in the exploration phase, and, and, and we... we aim to make new discoveries uh, so once and and in many of our current discoveries we are still in the phase of expanding those so we don't know how large they could be so ongoing drilling means ongoing spend <laughs> takes money to spend money on drilling what is the what is the cash uh, balance look like for the company right now how far do we get so the last uh, Reported cash position was 15.2 million. That's at the end of Q3 2022. Of course, since then, we have used some of the funds to continue exploration. And as you mentioned, we have released some uh, quite significant gold intercepts from, from our risky property as well as from the B2 Gold joint venture. Uh, the, the budget for, for the joint venture for this year is, is approximately 10 million. So our portion of that is 30%. So that leaves, uh, we are still well-funded to cover all the planned exploration activities for this year. Okay. Uh, you mentioned uh, the JV with B2 Gold there real quickly. Uh, that's along the helmi Kutavoma trend. I apologize for my pronunciation. <laughs> uh, but, you know, let's just get a general sense of uh, what the latest you know news out of the company is on this JV. Yes, yeah, so the joint venture has been developing quite quickly uh, during the past year and a half. 
and, and of course the inspiration came from Rupert Resources Ikari Discovery that was made in uh, was it uh, it was in May 2020 the initial discovery holes and and then uh, the, where the Ikari is located it's just actually a few hundred meters from our joint venture property so that obviously provided us some hints that where we could uh, find uh, other gold bearing structures and and how the gold bearing structure that ex uh, hosts the criminalization extend into the joint venture site. So as as soon as we were able to get the permits granted there, we started to drill, and it was already the second and third hole uh, that hit significant zones of gold mineralization, and that was just across the border from Ikari. And that was we got the results in in uh, November 2021. So it's actually been going very very rapidly considering that it's, it's, you know, less than a year and a half from the discovery of that Helmi area. And, and we've now put, let's say, 40 holes uh, along the trend, not only at Helmi, but also testing several regional targets. And, and we have been uh, able to, to expand the uh, mineralized system at Helmi. It seems to be of significant scale. And also, you mentioned the Kutuvuoma, which is seven kilometers along a strike along this big big structural uh, corridor and between and we consider equally prospect area as well and just a month ago we too and announced that that we have made another discovery there and it, it was a gold copper system so I think I, I feel there is the same situation on the joint venture area that 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 we have some of the historic occurrences that, that we are expanding but we are making new discoveries now pretty much every year. So that just shows that how prospective the whole area is. Give me a sense of, um, you know, B2's obviously been in the news lately with some uh, acquisition news. I'm just curious as far as, you know, I, th I don't know, at least for me, in my humble opinion, this B2 joint venture with Orion was somewhat out of left field because every time I think of B2 gold, I think of almost, you know, African base heap leach, you know, very high margin, low cost type operation. And so to think of B2 in, in Finland kind of, it took me for, it took me a little bit to like, you know, really come to grips with it, but give me a sense of this joint venture I mean, obviously, it's 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 you have it uh, at this on on at the Helmi discovery. Is there potential for B two to maybe do a JV at Reesty? Why were they interested in this property and not Reesty? Or you know, why not both of them altogether? Well, there's a simple answer for that. Reesty wasn't discovered when the joint venture was was done initially with B two Gold. Okay, and that was. That was uh, during the time that, that uh, Orion was mainly a prospect generator at that time, you know, five, six years mm -hmm. ago. And it, it was then uh, Amorosco discovery within the Risti property that brought um, Orion into a category that, that it can fund its own exploration activities. So it, it you know, changed the, the scope that how we can operate. Um, but what what I can say about the joint venture with B2 Gold that it's it has been excellent. Uh, we really like to work with the B2 team. Uh, I think the cooperation has been very very good. We even share 
office space and accommodation um, in the municipality of Sonankula, how our people work. We try to help as much as we can. Uh, you know, myself and, and our local team, we have lots of experience working in that area. So we organize many of the contractors for drilling and, and so on uh, for our joint venture partners. And I mean, I, I think it, it tells something about B2's commitment as well that uh, last year, uh, this uh, Finland joint venture expenditure was the the commitment was the second largest in their greenfield exploration budget after Western Africa and Mali. So I, I, I think they, they are really, really interested in, in, in this in northern Finland. Do they have an equity position with Orion through that JV? They don't. They don't. It's so strictly just technical exploration work. Yeah. Initially, the uh, the joint venture was uh, fifteen million dollars in in order to earn seventy percent, and that uh, that that's where we are now. Okay. Interesting, uh, Maddie. I, I I know I could, we could probably get a little uh, long for time here, and I don't want to do that. But I do want to ask you um, before I let you go. Listen, we have seen a lot of M&A activity throughout the junior mining sector. In fact, we've also seen news trickle down into the junior explorers with some mergers of equals. I'll be honest with you, my humble opinion, this area of the world, this jurisdiction is absolutely ripe for some sort of consolidation, whether it be Orion or Rupert, or even the big boys like Kinross, uh, just to your north, northwest. This, it, it, would it make sense would the players here in this in this central Lapland greenstone belt uh, have discussions about bringing this all under one house? Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, the the area we operate in in northern Finland has, as you mentioned, it's certainly attracted an increasing amount of interest from from the producing companies during the past few years. Um, all big companies and many of the medium-sized companies have visited the area. Um, and, you know, with the combination of recent discoveries and the proven ability to develop see, develop and operate significant mines in a safe jurisdiction, it certainly makes Northern Finland a, a desired area to operate. Uh, from Ryan's point of view, uh, you mentioned Kinross. They are one of uh, our biggest shareholder. Uh, Newmont also is among our shareholders, and we have joint ventures with B2 Gold and Kinross. And as as mentioned, Acnico, they uh, they own the Kittila mine, which is the largest gold mine in Europe. They also own 15% of Rupert Resources. So big companies are clearly uh, highly highly interested in in this particular area. How, if, and when uh, these uh, uh, Things that that you you indicated may happen, uh, who knows? Always politically correct as any good junior CEO, <laughs> absolutely, uh, Maddie. I appreciate your time. Thanks for doing this, and uh, you know we could probably go another twenty minutes of talking about all the news that's been out from Orion the last year. Uh, successful drilling, successful exploration, and hopefully you and I can do this again in a couple of months' time and get the latest from the company. Hey, thanks, thanks for your time, Trevor. And yeah, there's a lot going on. There's been some really good recent results and. And we are really active as we speak here. So hopefully we have yeah. some pleasant news in the future as well. 
All right. All right, everybody. That's your update from Orion Resources and CEO Maddie Malika. A trade on the venture with AU and on the OTCQX with AIRRF. We'll be back tomorrow morning with the morning briefing. Be well. The information presented should not be considered investment advice. Mining Stock Daily and its affiliates are not responsible for any loss arising from any investment decision in connection with the material presented herein. Please do your own research or speak with a licensed financial representative before making any investment decisions.